Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Well, guys, I hope that you're having a mellow Wednesday. It was a pretty mellow day for me. I did not go through with my plans to go to the volcanic waters of Banos. I really wanted to go and go swimming and all that, but it just didn't feel like the timing was right. Have you ever had that where you have a plan and it's, it's tentative at best, but I don't know. Then you get to that day and it's like, "Mm, timing isn't, there's something off. Well, I woke up in a lot of pain. So I decided to go back to sleep for a couple more hours. See if my body will work the kinks out. And also I kind of felt like there was a dream I, I needed to have very weird feelings. So I thought, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that you know, go back to sleep. Usually I can't wait to bound out of bed and go have coffee. I love coffee, but today I was like, no, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to do this. So I went back to sleep. I had a dream and the dream itself was starting off pretty normal, kind of working out some stuff. It wasn't all that mystical. I was just The dream was I went back to my community that burned down and they had rebuilt and I was with both my kids and I had a truck, which was so awesome. It was like a old Bronco, big white Bronco truck. It was so cool. I don't even have a vehicle now. So I don't know, maybe that was like a wishful thinking (laughs) about my future, but we were, we were at the grocery store and just normal, normal. And on the way out of the store, we ran into somebody that we used to know. And he said he was there with his Basically, he was staying with the family and they were like his roommates. And so they all said hi. And I turned and I hugged each one of them, which that part isn't so important. But then I turned to what I thought was a grandfather at first. And I'm like, hello. And I hugged him. And then I realized, oh, whoa, he's my spirit guide. (laughs) He's like literally a grandfather elder in the Lakota Sioux tribe that was my um, husband's father. He was my father-in-law in in a past life. And he is my current spiritual guide. And he never, like, when I first started to spiritually awake, my first spiritual guide was like super vocal. He was always telepathing with me, always putting signs in my path. Um, If I had a negative thought, he would literally trip me. I'd be walking down the street and I'd have a negative thought and he would trip me. And sometimes I would fall to the ground. I mean, it was like ridiculous. This guy was super interactive and super fun. But then he came to me and said, you've grown to a a spiritual level in which now I'm going to turn you over to this other guide. And I'm like, awesome. Well, the new guide was my old father-in-law from another life. And He's super, super quiet. He never says a word. 
like ever. I don't really get that many messages from him. Every now and again, I'll get something. And he's been sharing the responsibility lately with my other guide. And she talks to me quite often. I feel her. I see her name. Her name isn't very popular. Well, it's not unpopular, but it's not very common. So... I'll meet someone with her name or I'll see it on the side of a bus or once in a great while. So I'll just see her name and I'm like, okay, she wants to get in touch with me. But this other guy, I never hear from him ever, ever. So he was in my dream and I hugged him and I'm like, wait a minute. And he was like wearing his full, full regalia from back in our past life. And I'm like, wait, you're not with these people. He's like, no, I'm with you. (laughs) And I'm like, that was so weird. I'm like, it's so great to see you, grandfather. So I looked down and my friend who I'd met in um, the Paradise parking lot, he was like drawing this yellow, um, it was like two feet by three feet, a square of yellow um, drawings of like abstract triangular pyramidal patterns. And, and grandfather says, hey, I have an idea. Why, why don't we hold hands and jump over this art? It was chalk art. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds like fun. You know, here's my spirit guide that never talks to me, let alone does anything super funky and fun like that. I'm like, sure, why not? Let's jump over the pattern. Okay, cool. We hop over the pattern, which takes like, what, one second to jump over a little, a little paint chalk painting. And all of a sudden I look around and my friend who I'd met had painted or done chalk drawings over half of the parking lot, not just two foot by three foot. Like during that little one second hop, we were gone for hours and hours, like four or five hours. And I looked at my kids and they were like, well, we put our groceries away, mom. Why are you still here? Where have you been? And I'm like, what do you mean? Where have I been? I just hopped over the painting and it, and it had been like four hours in my dream. And I turned to grandfather and I said, grandfather, we were gone for four hours. He says, yes, very calmly. And I said, well, why were we gone so long? And he goes, and I'm like, how did that happen? We were gone for one second. Were we abducted? During that one second when when our feet were no longer touching the earth and then we came down on the earth again and it's been four hours, he said, I must tell you something. And he took both of my hands into his hands and he looked me directly in the eye. And then when I woke up from my dream, I asked my dream angel and the answer I got was, I'm supposed to share this message with you guys. So this is what my grandfather said to me. He said, I am a multidimensional being. I hop for one second, yet I'm gone for hours, and I have lived in many different realms and many different worlds, and many things have happened during this one second of your perception. I want you to understand that you too are a multidimensional being. Many things can happen in a fraction of a second that you don't even realize. I want you to get used to this idea and this part of your reality because it is reality it is the true nature of reality what you're used to you only see a fraction of the second you don't understand what goes on behind the scenes 
you have to become more aware. <laughs> that was a message. I'm like, okay, all right. Thank you, grandfather. That was incredible. And I gave him a hug and then finished the rest of the dream that I was having. It was like he interrupted my dream to give me this message. So I don't know, some of this might mean something to you, but the abstract art was really strange. It was like um, fractals almost, or fractalization of, it was really strange, or fractured, it was very strange. It was almost like my reality got fractured, and then I woke up to the fact that I was standing on nothing more but colored light grids. I mean, even though it was chalk, and even though it was raining in my dream, it when I hopped first took the hop over the art, the sun was out and the clouds were out and it was day, after like late afternoon, but still day. But when I landed on the other side, it was rainy and almost night, like the sun was already down and it was raining and yet the chalk remained. So I think that was important. Like the purple was a bright violet and the chalk, the blue chalk was a dark blue but it felt light blue like there's a light energy to it i know that many light workers around the world have recently received um, energy updates or upgrades or um, just energy coming our way that has that uh, blue in it and possibly indigo as well as violet a lot of people are saying that there's like a violet flame energy the saint germain thing i don't know i never got into him so much but um i have used the violet flame it's a good way to just imagine a fire but it's purple lavender violet whatever color um you appeal to the most but like the most purpley color and it purifies your heart your mind your soul your spirit body your uh, emotional body mental body all that so I don't know. I mean, I felt like I was, I hopped over the yellow golden part. The yellow was so yellow that it was like gold, almost like a golden rod color, like the crayons in the Crayola box, golden rod. But, um, it was like literally like a casket of gold, but yet it was also fractalized, fractalized. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Just, um, a bunch of triangles a bunch of triangular patterns and it meant something but I didn't understand it and in my dream the person who was drawing it is on the autistic spectrum so I was like okay maybe that's just his mind that he's allowing me to see that it's fractalized and he only sees one pyramid at a time but I don't know if it really had anything to do with him with him specifically, or if it just had to do with um, the nature of reality and the grids over the planet. And I don't really, I think that in my dream also, I was there in that community to see whether or not I felt like moving back. Would it be a move forward for me or a move backwards? Or how was, I was like testing the waters of the energy. And I was trying to decide who to date in my dream. I was like, two guys had, you know, kind of asked me out. They were very old and out of shape and not at all my type. And then there were two young, hot men that were like two in a row. And one of them was from Italy. And we got to talking because he had an old fashioned Italian lira. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I want to see your money. I've never seen this before. Very weird. 
I mean, it's like not a tourist hot spot, that city. So, but I was surrounded by those foresty trees. And so maybe the dream is telling me to, you know, maybe be, go out in the forest and be around a lot more nature. And that could be true as well. So I don't know, someone out there is going to get a message from this <laughs> really strange dream message, but I do know we need to start embracing our multidimensionality a lot more. So, um, speaking of pyramids and triangles, <laughs> two tombs were uncovered. Zahi Hawass was super excited. He's a world famous Egyptologist, and he said the whole world is watching. And there was a huge announcement on Saturday last week, last Saturday that these tombs were 4,500 years old. They were people that were basically akin to the king. They were working for the king. One man had seven titles for as far as his jobs. He was like, had a bunch of things he did for the king, not just one job. And the other guy had two job titles. And the guy with two job titles, his name was Nui, and the other one was Ben something. Anyway... They're saying that this is Khafre. Khafre, I guess, but the lady whose website I went to to see her article, she couldn't even pronounce Zahi Hawass. So it might be the Khufru or Khufre um, guy who claims he built the Sphinx and claims he built the, the second pyramid, the second largest one of the three. I honestly believe that the, it, the pyramids are not tombs. I honestly believe that this guy wrote his name above a doorway and started to claim stuff as his own, as his own doing. He was like a narcissist. I really don't believe this is true. I mean, it is true they found, they uncovered the tombs of two new people, which is very interesting. And so you could go online and and look this up. But um, the pyramids were... There, especially the Great Pyramid, was built specifically for a reason. And it was a spiritual reason. And it was a place of initiation. And if you ever read the book, um, oh gosh, The Aquarian Gospel of Jesus the Christ, which I believe you might now be able to find on PDF. I need to go look for it. Because I, when I read this book, I only read like the first half of it and I never got through it. I, I mean, I had half my books had bookmarkers halfway through (laughs) have you ever been a good starter at something but you couldn't finish or sometimes you're a good finisher but you have a hard time getting started different times in my life I've been one way or the other and sometimes I start and finish a project if I'm super interested but with books sometimes I'll go halfway through and go well now I get more interested in something else and ooh shiny object ooh shiny candy ooh piece of candy I mean that's me you know, I get easily distracted and disencouraged or, you know, and, and discouraged because, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm born under the sign of the monkey. I'm so much like when you look up, look up an earth monkey in, um, in Chinese astrology, that's totally me. So I get easily distracted. So I go to the next book and then I forget to go back to the other book, even if that book's exciting. But anyway, in the Aquarian gospel of Jesus, the Christ, it talks about him going through a series of, of, um, well, initiation rites, basically in Egypt, (laughs) he meets Mary Magdalene before they are to, uh, officially meet. 
and she comes to him and pretends to be a washing girl and she's going to help him wash up while he's inside the pyramid locked for three days in this room and uh, she uh, says that she's in love with him and he says we will be together I'm in love with you as well I have to finish this I have to complete this task and a few things and then we will be together and they were I mean, this, see, these are like the Aquarian gospel is literally um, a couple. One could read the Akashic records of Jesus and the other one wrote them down as uh, she was channeling. So the man was writing it down <laughs> as the woman was channeling the Akashic records of Jesus. So I have a tendency to believe it. I might actually, I'll go find it on PDF and do a book report on it because it is one of the most incredible books ever. Um, miracle after miracle that Jesus performed that wasn't even in the Bible. <laughs> Yosananda, Brother Heshwa, whatever you wish to call him. Anyway, so that's interesting news about from Egypt. Now, back in the United States, um, there are uh, there have been a swarm of earthquakes off of the coast into the Pacific Ocean, off the coast um, from the Bay Area west of Ferndale, between 150 and 170 miles, west of um, Wairika as well. There have been, um, over the weekend, five earthquakes. We don't know if they're foreshocks. We don't know if they are independent rumbles. We don't know. There's no way to tell the difference. The smallest one, I think, was 2.6, and the largest one was 4.8, which is pretty sizable. But there were no, there was no damage or injuries. No one died. Yay! Love to preach that news. No one died. So, pretty interesting, though, right? I mean, yeah, all right. The plate tectonics are getting a little bit of a shake and a rumble. So, I don't know. I mean, the Ring of Fire—it's been super active lately. But luckily, not a lot of people have been, you know, affected by it maybe emotionally, but no one's losing their homes or their lives in the past year. It was over a year ago when Kilauea, though, did claim property of a thousand people (laughs) and created a lot more of Hawaii to love, I suppose. There are, um, there was another weird news story that just came out, though, from the Bay Area that's really only going to affect people in the Bay Area or not. But if you have ever ridden the BART train, that I mean, the planning stages of BART started in the 1960s. And the person who was in charge of the project was best friends with a man who owned a very famous hardware store that was a six-story building. The whole hardware store was a six-story building. It was like the largest hardware store in the Bay Area in the 1960s. And they were going to run the BART right through where that hardware store was. And the person who was planning the train system was like best friends with the hardware owner, hardware store owner. And so he petitioned the city council to please, it's an icon. This is a famous hardware store. It had been around since like the 20s or something. Please, we can't, you know, let this icon, we can't let it go. It's a historic building, blah, blah, blah. So the BART now was moved from like 8th Street to 9th Street. So that has caused, since the 1960s, 
a lot of problems. People have to slow down. It slows down everybody's commute. <laughs> I mean, over the past, what, what is that? From the 60s to 50, 60 years, literally. For six, almost 60 years, this decision has slowed down everyone's commute. There's hairpin turns involved. BART has gone off the rails and off the tracks many, many times because they had to route it that way because of the hardware store. And after they made the plans and started laying the tracks, six months after this decision was made, that hardware store went out of business and I don't believe the building even exists anymore pretty crazy, right? So the hardware store did not live long enough to even see the BART work, working or functioning. And yet because of that hardware store, everyone in Oakland has a, a shorter, or I mean, like a, a longer time commute. And this is what created the um, BART Y, W-Y-E, but it's literally shaped like the letter Y as well because of this. And that's where, anyway, so when you go from Lake Merritt Station uh, more into the downtown part of Oakland, that's why. That's what happens. That's why. <laughs> it's like super slow, whereas the rest of the BART is over 30 miles an hour. They have to slow down to 20. So um, in other related, unrelated news, um, because California has a legal marijuana policy now, in pretty much all of California. If you're over 21, you can smoke weed anywhere. It doesn't matter. Well, you can't smoke it anywhere. You can't smoke it on a BART. But one of the fun things that they do in the Bay Area is people get together and try to hot box one of the BART cars. And when my son was on the BART a couple weeks ago, he had me with him. Like, yeah, we were doing a video call. <laughs> and he had to get off real quick. And then like an hour later... He calls me, he's like, okay, so they arrested this guy for hotboxing the BART. Then we were slowed down. They had to stop and wait for the police to get there and to arrest this guy. It was a big to-do. Anyway, just it's like completely unrelated to anything, but I just think it's hilarious. And my and my son told me this is another reason why the BART is slow um, or late sometimes is because once in a great while they catch somebody trying to hotbox one of the BART cars. <laughs> Just to get everybody high for fun. So, <laughs> uh, gotta love California. All right, now back to the entire global news again. Um, basically, the giant sunspot took two weeks to go around the back of the sun. It started to come back around towards the front of the sun, which is what is facing us. And NASA has been very scared of this. They have reported that within the past three days, a lot of ionic radiation has come from that sunspot, even though the flares haven't broken off and come towards Earth. And by the way, the other day when I reported there was one flare, it was actually three. There was two C-class flares as well as an M-class flare that broke off and went the opposite direction away from Earth which was good for us, I suppose, even though it did affect Earth a little bit. Now, this, it's like they see an M-class flare getting ready. It's brewing. They could tell. And there's been a lot of 
sizzling or cracking from the sun. And you could see if you go to the NASA or the NOAA website, you will see that there are um, like lightning bolts shooting from the sunspot. It's pretty creepy and also beautiful. I don't know. I mean, I was struck by lightning. Lightning is beautiful, but also creepy to me. It's like, oh. <laughs> but apparently a lot of radiation is coming out of the sunspot towards Earth, whether a flare is breaking off or not, whether plasma is breaking off or not and hurtling towards Earth. There was so much radiation that it caused a brownout of all ham radio operators over Asia and Europe and parts of Africa over the past three days. So... I don't know. It's pretty crazy, right? I'm hoping that it doesn't break off and slam the whole earth with um, not only brownouts, but blackouts. But shipped ashore, radio communications were lost. Um, All ham radio operators were affected. Anything below 20 hertz was affected. So anything that operates at the frequency below 20 hertz was affected and speaking of hertz we should probably get into the schumann resonance news for the day okay so at 1400 utc time it says the pattern continues today again the movement started gradually increasing from 4 utc time Two initial peaks reached around 29 hertz from 7 to 8, and then the maximum peak at 36 hertz occurred at 12.30 UTC time, after which the amplitude began the rapid descent towards normal values. And then the evening report at 1700 hours UTC time was calm. So pretty cool. I mean, 36 was the peak, not too terrible, not too bad. Um... I really wish I knew what the interaction between the sun and the Schumann resonance is. It would be, I wish we had the complete science on how everything affected everything else. I mean, I'm an INTJ, so I like to put things together and figure it out and see the whole puzzle. You know, everything to me is just a little piece, you know, that the solar stuff is a piece of it and the ionosphere is a piece of it and the (laughs) <laughs> the magnetosphere is a piece of it, but if I could see the whole puzzle, I I know I'd be super amazed. Maybe that was what I saw in my dream, you know, like the purple and the, the patterns that I saw. I couldn't make uh, hide nor hair <laughs> of it, head nor tails. I couldn't figure it out. In my dream, I woke up right away after hugging my grandfather the second time, and then I woke up and I was like, whoa, that was my spirit guide. He never talks to me. Never. I know he beams radiant love and peace and beauty towards me, but he never says a word. I mean, he's been my guide since I was like 23 years old and I have not heard from him. Like, maybe never. So, pretty crazy. Um, he's a man of little word or no word usually. So, it was, it was, that dream is still, it didn't really shake me, but it made me like, whoa. I mean, if he has something to say, it's something I need to heed. (laughs) 
All right, so today the Ascension Symptom Scale, thank you, God, has gone back down to 93. So we are getting a little bit of a break again. Hopefully, I think it's going to go back up to 94 tomorrow. I have a feeling, but... It was 93 today. Our collective whole of us, that's what we were feeling. It was kind of, you know, not terrible. Not bad. You know, in the morning I did have some, in the morning it was much higher. So I think it was like 98 in the morning. And then now as I'm recording this, 10 o'clock at night, um, Ecuadorian time, basically, which is about, you know, it's about 8 started this about eight o'clock, uh, California time. So yeah, you know, PDT Pacific daylight time. So I started it. So that, that's what it was then. It was 93. Not, we're not doing too bad. Anyway, when we come back, I am going to do something I've never done on the show before. That's always fun, right? I am going to give us a tarot card reading and I'm going to ask questions for the collective whole about twin flames and about ascension symptoms and about what we should be working on spiritually as a collective whole. And I will pull the initial card and then we'll ask follow-up questions according to what card comes up. So remember to let the, the one commercial I have play out and then we will be right back. So now is your chance Go grab that hot tea, (laughs) go make your popcorn or head off to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I hope you can hear me. I had to put the phone down to shuffle these tarot cards the deck I am using is from Peru and it's the Andean tarot okay one more time I already did this (laughs) four times there we go to make an even seven I have already slapped the deck three times to get out any old energy from past readings in case the last time I did that didn't work. And what I do now is I'm going to just keep shuffling the cards. I'm going to ask this question. What do all twin flames on the planet need to do to be able to come together at this time? The ones who have not. Okay, we got our first card. I always say reversals do not count now our first card and this is i'm doing this live live time seguro de si mismo which also oh my god okay i'm gonna pause this for a minute to get my glasses it's so tiny hold on all right so we have here the seven of pentacles and i'm gonna take a moment to ask my higher guidance what this uh, what this means. I'm going to see what energy I get from it. Then I'm going to read what the card actually means from the Rider Waite deck um, reference table on my Rider Waite deck um, app that I have gotten for free. 
I told you guys about it about two days ago, I think. Okay. So what do I get from this card? And by the way, the card is beautiful. It's, um, it's like the tree of life overlaid with seven pentacles on it. The seven pentacles almost look like gears. The artwork is beautiful in this deck. So I'm getting an energy. I'm getting the words be one with your divine peace. Know that everything is happening in perfect, with perfect divine timing. And the number on the card is 71, and, I'm, and I was just thinking about that, and it says, well, these are odds. Seven and one are odd numbers. And it means that maybe one of you has one odd end, and one of you has seven odd ends <laughs> to clear up. That's kind of a, a dicho or a saying in our in my country, in the United States, is and most of you listening are I like 71% are from the United States, but almost 30% are from everywhere all over the world, from Ecuador to Saudi Arabia to Peru and Colombia. So that's why sometimes I speak in Spanish and sometimes I will uh, explain a concept or a word, by the way. I'm not talking down to anyone. I just want everyone to understand. I do have people from France and Ireland as well. All right. So one of you is more imbalanced than the other of you in all the sets of Twin Flames right now. So I think in, I'd like to think it's him in my case, but yeah, you know how we are humans. <laughs> Always want to think, oh, it's your problem, not mine. <laughs> Yours to solve, not mine. <laughs> Is it you? Is it me? Is it you? <laughs> Definitely it's you. All right. Kidding. So basically, it's, it's, I'm getting that there's odds and ends that need to be sorted. Um, but I feel like it's very trivial. Trivial things need to be cleared up before we can go forward to meet each other. Let's see what else. What other energy am I getting? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, in order for you guys to come together in a relationship, it's just one of you has just other odds and ends to clerk. And I'm not getting any further information from that, from touching the card. Okay, that's pretty much it. So in the introduction, it says the Seven of Pentacles is very often a card about returns on investments. This can be literal, such as a bank account returning money to you, or figuratively, such as the investments of time, effort, and energy that you have put into a relationship. You will be reaping what you have sown, and this is generally positive. Well, that's kind of weird that the introduction of this talks about relationships. I mean, I didn't single out all the relationship cards. <laughs> So pretty cool. It always, I mean, I know the tarot cards always work and I'm connected to my divine sources, but pretty interesting. I mean, I know for me, this is exactly true, but I'm asking for the collective whole, not just for me. So I hope this is working for you guys as well. Now it says that was the intro. Now in general, this card, it says in general, you should be feeling more secure than you have in a while. Things will be moving along well, and you'll be feeling hopeful about the future. 
with good cause. You may have to decide whether to put your energy into the things, people, and situations that you are already involved with, or whether to spend your energy trying to bring more into your life. Choose wisely. Now, in this description, they have work, love, finances, health, and spirituality. So I'm not going to read them all because we're talking about twin flames here. I'm only going to read love and spirituality because divine twin flames, it's a spiritual love relationship, basically. So under love, it says, with regard to love, the seven of pentacles points to things going well for the person that you have your heart set on. If you're not in a committed relationship, you need to be open to other possibilities. However, none of us have just one person that is the only person (laughs) that we can be with and have a deep, soulful, happy relationship. Don't give in to feelings of suspicion or fear. All is well. So in regards to twin flames, you only have one twin flame. You have maybe a couple near twins. But as far as soulmates are concerned, you have many, many, many women and many, many men that are potential possibilities for you. Soulmate relationships, people that you knew in other lifetimes or people that you know from heaven can make for fantastic, wonderful, loving, true, blue, good relationships. But if you are a twin and you're waiting for your twin and you've cleared up all your karmic relationships, for the most part, you really just have not even met anyone you have a karmic relationship. you know, score to settle (laughs) or a karmic debt with anymore. Like for me, I I don't have anyone anymore that I have a karmic anything with. So I'm just kind of waiting. And it's like, if I get involved with somebody and there's a lot of lovely people, but if I get involved with one of them, now I might create another karmic tie. And I'm like, ah, so I don't know. So I feel like you know, this is, this is pretty, it seems pretty accurate though. So it is true. I mean, maybe I'll give it a certain amount of time. And if I don't find my twin or he doesn't get his butt down to Ecuador soon, I may just start looking for a normal fun relationship until he can come into my life. I'm not going to give up on him ever, but Maybe that's what the message is for all of us, right? The takeaway. Now, under spirituality, it does say, you will be focused on the reality that life is cyclical, that what goes around always without fail will come around. Remember that when you make a point to be generous, whether with time, energy, or money, that that too is an investment in your own future. Share what you have. Accept gratefully what you are given. So that's pretty cool, right, guys? All right. Now we're going to go over to the next question. I'm going to put this one back. Actually, I'm not going to put it back in the deck. I'm just going to keep that one out. All right. Put the phone down and start. (laughs) 
Okay, you guys are gonna hear this now. What I'm, I'm doing is I'm shuffling the card in my hand and whatever falls out will be the answer. Now here's the question. <laughs> I forgot to ask the question first. <laughs> All right, here's the question. What should we focus on to alleviate the symptoms of ascension? So I'm asking this of God, Mother God, Father God, the universe, everybody's collective, higher selves. What should we all be focusing on to alleviate our ascension symptoms? So I'm going to keep that in my mind. Put the phone down for a minute. Now I'm going to just ask for my guides and angels, whoever, when the proper card comes up, to let it fly right on out of the deck and onto oh my god these cards are so active they're like they're flying all over the place i only need one card though right now that will answer it for us so i have like three falling out at once two falling out at once okay what should we focus on to alleviate the symptoms of our ascension all right is it one of these two cards that just fell out is it Oh my God. Is it this card? Is this the answer? And is this other card also the answer? Okay. The two cards that fell out were the world card and the death card. But unfortunately, (laughs) or fortunately, it's fortunately, the answer, the answer is the death card. Oh gosh, this is beautiful. I'm going to take a picture of these cards because they're so beautiful. I'm going to put it up on my Instagram which is uh, Mermaid Girl 888 and I'm going to also put it up on my Twitter feed when I take this picture today. Um, La Muerte, or Aya in Inca, the death means Aya. That makes sense, and I lived in Peru, a lot of people would say Aya, like they'd answer a question with Aya, like, you know, which I think they mean like barring death, um, this will happen or whatever. All right, I'm looking at this card. All right, now, death, as you know, is the 13 card. So, all right, I'm going to just psychically gather what information I can from this. Spirit guides, please tell me what for the whole collective whole, what you would be focusing on to alleviate symptoms of ascension in regards to this death card. You need to make yourself calm and still as death itself. Enter into the womb of the tomb of your divine self. And what this means is the tomb and the womb. Notice there's a T and a W, but the rest of the word is spelled the same exactly. So whether we're entering the tomb or we're entering the womb, It is still just a change of our form. We have to accept that we are, we have already entered the tomb of the third dimension and we're entering now into the womb of the fifth dimension. In the in-between place, which is where we're kind of at, there's a stillness that we must go through a silence a silence of the soul we need to 
meditate, pray, be at peace and be quiet. The best place to do that is either, either in your bed at night or find a place in your home you could do this or outside in nature. Even if that nature is just your front yard or your backyard or a balcony in a high rise apartment building. We need to take it all in, let go of our past, which we shall leave in, we shall leave that in our tomb. Now that we've entered the womb of the mother earth, that is in the fifth dimension. As we're being born into this world made anew and refreshed, we have to follow into the path of our own righteousness, our own righteous ways. We have to stop and look at the flowers, see the beauty, focus on beauty, love, and all of the life that is surrounding us. We were too much before focused on actual death itself, which is why we have gotten the death card. Now we have to go on the flip side of that and focus on the life all of our, all around us and know that we have gone through death ourselves and we are now opening up into the life that we are now in basically. All right, the energy shifted in my hand. I got little tingles in my fingers, so that's over, yeah? Okay, now I'm going to look this up in the in the deck. Okay, death card, which is number 13, means transformation, renewal, cleansing, and liberation. Death does not necessarily or even usually indicate physical death. <laughs> Remember, we just read this one like a few days ago. My son got the number 13 on his phone randomly like six or seven times since yesterday. <laughs> he'll walk into the room and it'll be like 613 or something. He'll be like, oh man, not again. So we did just read this the other day. Let me say, because we're focusing on alleviating the symptoms and it says basically, Okay, under general, we'll read the general one. Uh, the more accepting you can be of change and all of all sorts during this time, and the less you try to control, the better. The more comfortable this time will be for you. That's true. If we accept it and we don't try to control it, it will go better for us. Often what you need to let go of is some sort of self-limiting belief or attitude. Sometimes we just cannot see how our attitudes are hurting us. Now, when that is true, the time period can be a wake-up call. Right now, we're going through a wake-up call. <laughs> Literally, right? We're waking up to the fifth dimension and the reality of actual reality. <laughs> Not just the reality of the matrix that we've been living, the dream and illusion, the maya that we've been living, the maja. So, the energy of this time is not just change or destruction it is change or destruction followed by renewal which means the womb so good I was channeling correctly that's nice <laughs> even though one door may have closed another is opening oh my god I just said that right oh my god okay 
Oh, so strange. Okay. I've been doing this, like, honestly, I've been doing this since I was 18 years old. And every single reading still surprises the hell out of me. Just the same thing when I do hypnosis with people. The stuff that comes out of it still always shocks me every time. (laughs) All right. Even though I know it works, I know it's real. It just always shocks me. (laughs) So... Even though one door may have closed and another is opening, will you have the courage to step through? Yes, it is all about encouragement. Now, as we're going into the fifth dimension, a lot of people are like, so do I quit my job? Do we no longer need healing? Are we healed? Are we in the fifth dimension? Are we, you know, there's a lot of questions. and A lot of people are in the process of getting brand new jobs. Uh, moving to new cities, quitting their jobs, starting new businesses. There's a lot going on. So I'm going to read under work because while we're going through Ascension symptoms, you know, do we continue to work? Do we stop work? What do we do? So I'm going to read under work. If you hate your job or are underemployed, but you've not wanted to leave because of the steady income, you could end up being forced out at this time ultimately this would lead you to your greater good but wouldn't you rather leave on your own volition you may benefit most from a complete change of field make the leap you can do it oh weird when you tie that into the dream I had that I talked about in the introduction phase of this episode right I made a leap in my dream and during that leap, I learned that we're multidimensional. <laughs> a small leap might end up being, you know, what means a moment to you might be four hours. So if you've already moved and you've already made a leap, you've already gone through that hurdle. So if you just got a brand new job, it does not mean that it's time to quit or leave. You have already made that leap. So take a deep breath and realize whew, you're already where you need to be. You're fine. Don't go blowing up your life. You know, but if you've been stuck in a job for a few years and you're just like, oh, it's just not me anymore. And you find yourself uh, getting sick really often and you kind of feel like maybe you're getting sick because you stayed out in the middle of the night and you went out smoking at four in the morning and drinking with your pals. And it was super cold outside. and It was in the snow and you got sick. And oh, God, who figured? You know, oh, my gosh. How, how did I get sick again? You know, possibly it's. It's maybe that you got sick because your subconscious mind is telling you something. It's time to make a leap. Time to make a change. Possibly. Don't go blowing up your life until you got another new plan in place that you know is going to work, okay? You know, don't don't go, well, Elena said so. I'm quitting tomorrow. No. Don't have a manifesto. Don't go marching into your boss and telling him where to, to take this job and shove it. It doesn't mean you have to do that. It might mean that that's what you need to do, okay? (laughs) As far as love relationships are concerned with the death card, it says, now if you're clinging to a relationship that you are deeply unhappy in because you don't want to let go of the familiar or because you hate to be alone, you're not doing yourself or your partner any favors. Have a frank and honest discussion about the problem or the problems that you have with the relationship 
or what they might be having with the relationship. Okay. Now, if they can't or won't make a change or you can't or you won't, then it's time to just let it go. Now, if you could be brave and take the chance of leaving the security of the relationship, then you can find one that works out much better for you. But first you have to face the problem and try to fix it. And not all relationships are fixable, but also at the same time, remember not all relationships are meant to be left. Some of them, you got to work through that hard stuff to get to the good stuff sometimes. So don't beat your head against a wall for very long though. You'll know when it's long enough. That's true. Don't beat a dead horse because there's just no sense in it. It's not going to get up and go. <laughs> so if you're in a dead end relationship or a dead end job, it's time. It's time. You know, that might be one, one uh, way to alleviate your ascension symptoms. Maybe you're having, maybe you are in a dead end relationship or dead end job and your symptoms are a little bit more than they ought to be. Maybe, possibly. What that might mean is it's just time, you know, time to let go of the old so you can grasp onto a new life. Now, if you've already moved, you've already made a change, you know, and you're already fixing things, maybe your relationship is going to be that one safety net, you know, but if it's only there is a safety net and it's not bringing you joy. It's time to let it go. And at the same time, maybe you've just gotten out of a relationship. You already took the leap away and you might realize, well, maybe it's not going backwards to go back. Some of you might be in that situation where you go, all right, we needed to grow. Uh, we had needed to be apart to grow as individuals first and now it's time to come back. So everyone's in a different phase or a stage of everything we're all in a state of flux because of what's going on now as far as health is concerned with the death card in relationship to the alleviating of the symptoms it says keeping your stress level manageable is a must if you wish to stay in good health right now deal with any problems that come up physically do not avoid them be sure you get enough rest as best as you can and don't abuse your body with alcohol or in other ways at this time if you need healing ask for it on the literal and spiritual planes especially if you're single now seek out being touched physically being massaged getting hugs from your dear friends this will go a long way towards keeping you healthy and sane Oh my God, it's like the person who wrote this lives in my house and has been observing me. <clears throat> I do not get hugged enough. They say that you need eight to 12 hugs a day to keep you healthy. I get one if I'm lucky by my son and it's not every day. I mean, he's a teenager. Teenagers are weird. <laughs> I hug myself. I hug myself and I go to sleep. I know it's not the same and I do need... I do need to at least go smoke weed with my friend from Argentina this week and get a hug from him. So, but this is, this is true. You got to get hugged. All right. You got to keep healthy, keep your water, you know, keep vegetables in your diet and, um, fruit. I just ran out for, I've been, I have a lemon. It's like the only fruit in my house is an actual lemon. So I've been like squeezing that and putting it in tea at night. I'm going to do that when I'm done at the show tonight. Go have some hot tea with lemon. 
but um, that is good advice. Uh, as far as spirituality is concerned with the death card, it says cultivate a positive attitude. Know that even if you are in the midst of a dark night of the soul, this too shall pass. Don't fight change. Allow yourself to feel what you feel, but don't wallow in your pain. Don't wallow in your sorrow. If you need help pulling yourself away from any pain or loss that you're suffering, reach out. Reach out to others. There is always a caring soul willing to help you. Even if you're quite literally alone in the world, more people care about you than you can even begin to imagine. Now, I did read this to you guys a couple days ago. But if you're having really, really deep, profound issues where you might need the help of a professional, but you're afraid to leave your house or you don't want to go and pay a lot of money, there are some amazing apps. Some of them are AI robot apps that will ask you some basic questions. And there's one, oh gosh, I used it for a while. I can't even remember the name of it. And when I do, I will announce it on the air. Um, it will ask you questions and ask you, why are you stressed? And then it'll say things like, are you, uh, kiss, uh, I can't say this word. Are you making things into a catastrophe that don't need to be a catastrophe? Are you catastrophizing? Holy crap. It's a hard word to say. Are you doing that to your life? Are you like imagining your future in the worst, most bleakest possible way? Or are you willing to accept that other options exist that you did not imagine before? So it goes through you, it goes through your thing and you say what's wrong and then it's, it, it's like pretty good, but there's a lot. So look at mental health, um, apps or counseling apps on your plate, your Google play store or your iTunes or iStore. I don't know what it's called. Apple store. Maybe. I don't know. So you know, at the very minimum, bare minimum, go do something like that. Go get one of those apps. If you can afford a professional and you have one near you, do that. There's also uh, programs in which you can uh, go online. And for like 20 or $30, you could see a counselor directly over the net um, over Skype. So if you are going through like a serious dark night of the soul, don't just use my tarot reading as your guide. If you really need help and you're seriously going through some mental health issues right now, take care of yourself in that way. So there's my public service announcement for <laughs> the week. All right. Um, my third question, guys, is what should we all be working on from a spiritual perspective this week. So spiritually speaking, guides, universe, God, mother, father, angels of all, (laughs) the whole collective whole, not just for me personally, but for everybody, what should we all be working on this week from a spiritual level, from a spiritual perspective, what is important for our highest good and our highest spiritual growth? So again, putting the phone down so I can start to shuffle the cards and I'm leaving the first two cards out like from before. All right. All right. So universe, God, goddess, whoever answers question, what should we be focused on spiritually this week that will help us the most and help us collectively as a whole for all of humanity, for the humans that are choosing to ascend 
in staying in the fifth dimension, what is that one thing we ought to be focused on that will help us see? When I keep saying the question over and over, guys, it kind of helps focus the energy. And when I said that, boom, we got a new card. Gotta love it. <laughs> we got the Four of Cups. Ooh. All right. I'm going to do a show on how to read tarot cards if you're new to the tarot cards. And I will also talk about how they're related to a regular deck of playing cards in the event that you do not have tarot cards. All right. So this is a picture of cups they're gold because of course it's ink and art beautiful now it says underneath it says harmonia which means in spanish harmony the four of cups is harmony very very cool now this is interesting it does have to the right of this card it shows a um black and white floor and to the left it shows like a coyote but the coyote is a coyote head but attached to a snake body very weird right this art is trippy i'm sure this guy was on something when he came up with the ideas for this all right i'm gonna put my hand on the card like i always do i'm gonna ask now that my higher guidance give me information for all of humanity not just for me but for all of us, what should we be working on spiritually this week? Harmony and flow. Allow things to just flow over you that bother you and go into the wake of your past. Allow the flow in your life to happen. Don't forget to breathe. And now I'm hearing the song, um, Oh, that song by, um, oh my God, he's got a Russian name. He's so amazing. Sexy guy. God, his voice is so deep. Um, that song, it's, uh, literally don't forget to breathe in your 11th hour reprieve. Yeah. Don't forget to breathe. Yeah. And of course I have lack of breath control while I sing. Sorry about that guys. All right. So yeah. Um, in your finest hour, in the last 11th hour of your being and your existence from your past, you are getting ready. Breathe a lot. Eat good food. Celebrate how good the food tastes. Celebrate the harmony and the coming together of all beings of light, whether they're from this earth or from other realms, other dimensions and other worlds. Be grateful because you are surrounded <laughs> by love and by light and by the feeling and energy of harmony. Listen to music, listen to uplifting music and let go of music with low vibrations. Let go of music that you liked 20 years ago that no longer holds the correct energy or meanings for you. You are so much more now than you were two years ago, one year ago, 30 years ago, 15 years ago, even one month ago, you are so much more than you were even one month ago. 
don't forget. Don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to take in the beauty and love of nature and the harmony that surrounds you. Listen to the singing and songs of the birds because they're telling you messages directly on a heart level and on a heart and gut instinctual level. Quiet your mind more. Open your heart more. Open the highest levels of your heart. Open yourself to new dimensions, new colors, new sights, new sounds, new things that you did not know formerly existed. Even though it's always been around you, you were not in it. You were not in the thick of it yet. You're getting there now while you're in the new fifth dimension. Play more with your life. Play more with your your partners, your friends, your children, your parents. Do more in the world as far as playing goes. If you're near the beach, splash in the water, laugh, run and play and jump, hop and skip. Shout out in the dolphin language if that will make you laugh. Dance, dance, dance. Because that is what you are truly doing in the universe, even if you're just sitting and staying still. But we're encouraging you now to get up and dance. Go out on a walk. Go out on a boat. Go out on a plane. Go out on a hang glider. Jump out of a plane with a good parachute if you want. Do something that makes you thrilled to your very teeth. Bring the highest amount of joy into your life that you can at this moment. Bring your A-game, baby. (laughs) What is going to make you laugh the loudest, love the strongest, live the longest? (laughs) What's going to make you shout from the rooftops. What is going to make you want to climb to the top of the mountain and scream out how much you love everybody, how much you love yourself, how much you love those that are in your life? What is going to bring you to your closest divine connection with God or the universe or your favorite deity? whether it be Kuan Yin or one of the Orishas from Africa or anyone, anyone, anyone in the realm of the masters, the ascended masters, what will bring you closer to brother Yeheshua? What will bring you closer to your spiritual guide and your master? That is what you should be focusing on right now. Get out your finger paints and paint like a kindergartner. Get out your paintbrushes and make something of beauty. If you are not an artist, make an abstract piece of art. Just do something. Whether it's with a box of crayons or colored pencils, even a colored marker. Whatever it is that's going to bring you joy, 
at this moment, take an hour to three hours this week. It can contain glitter. Art is art sometimes contains glitter. Don't feel bad if your art is not an art, but rather a craft. Don't judge yourself at this time. Make a doll, make a pillow, make a funny face at your neighbor and then laugh your ass off. Whatever is going to bring you the highest amount of joy. Maybe for you, it's making lemonade with plenty of sugar. Maybe for you, it's sucking on a piece of ice and feeling the coldness and the sensation in your mouth and as your teeth grow a little cool. Maybe for you, it's drinking hot chocolate or hot tea. Maybe for you, it's feeling the cleansing energy of vegetables such as celery or making yourself a good hearty salad or maybe biting into whole grain bread that's just going to make you feel that you're more at home in your own skin and you're more in touch with your own soul and you're more in high vibration with your very being harmony be in harmony with those around you this is not the time to take up the fight to win an argument this is not the time to go seeking arguments out. This is not the time to bring yourself to strife or even to focus on political anything. Agendas can be dropped at this time. Harmony is the name of the game this week and really throughout the month of May. Harmony. Be at peace. Know and notice that you are at one with others. They are indeed you. Do you want to continue to fight with yourself? Do you want to be at peace and harmony and be in the flow of everything with yourself and with others? Take a deep breath before you're about to say something to someone that you're going to regret later. Take a deep breath, count to 10 if you must. Smile. See how your energy shifts. See how your energy changes. That is what we're going to do to get through this energy shift fully, embracingly and lovingly into the fifth dimension. So that was the energy I got from the card. So here we go. Four of Cups. Cups is related to love and matters of the heart. So this says, Four of Cups stands for invitation, introspection, unforeseen solutions, and omen. That's nice. The Four of Cups is a card about wishful thinking. It warns us to remember to pay attention to what is now and the many blessings we each currently experience. Not to worry too much about what could be. Yeah, being in the flow, right? Being in the now. It's all too easy to overlook what we already have in the pursuit of what we don't have. This is true. I've been guilty of it this week, dreaming about 
buying a house in the future when I don't have the money now. And I have to keep reeling myself back in going, well, I need to get an advertisement done this week. It's due in three days. I need to pay attention to my kid and get him on the right track to university. You know, so that's, you know, are you in that situation? You've been dreaming about the future, but you have to look at what is currently going on. All right. In general, it says, be sure that you are counting your blessings. Don't spend too much time in self-pity or wishing your life away. A lot of life has to do with where we put our focus. Remember that, guys, what your focus on expands. Don't focus on your ass. <laughs> hey, you a crazy wisdom there. <laughs> I had to inject that. <laughs> yeah, I don't focus on my ass ever. <laughs> I don't want it to expand. Okay? Ha, <laughs> uh, joke. All right, put your, put your focus on the things and people in your life that you have to be thankful for. Now, what if you're alone in life? Do you have anyone to be thankful for? Yeah, you do. Who wrote your favorite book? Be thankful for them who wrote your favorite poetry or created your favorite piece of art, even if they have passed from this world and they are now a citizen of heaven, you can go ahead and still be thankful for them. You know, what about your favorite color? Be thankful to the beings of light that created color that you get to see in this world. There's always someone and something to be thankful for. You know, if you like your pillow, be thankful to the person who invented pillows. <laughs> if you have a headache and you take an aspirin and your headache goes away, be thankful to the inventor of aspirin. Be thankful to God for inventing willow bark, which is where aspirin originally came from. All right. So in general, it says, consider a gratitude journal. Well, that is really good. So what should we work on spiritually this week? Well, you know what? Gratitude's always good. Always good. All right, now as far as spiritually what we should be focused on. Okay, <clears throat> it says, I'm going to go to health first, though. Okay, you know what my higher education do? Love, finance. Okay, finance, health, and spirituality. I'm going to read the three. All right, finances, focus on your strengths, on what you do have and what you can do, not on what you can't do and what you don't have. If you're not where you want to be financially, make specific goals and plans about where that is and then chart the steps it will take for you to get there. Look at your financial situation squarely in the eye. Know exactly where you are financially because this can only help you. All right. So health. Focus on the positive. If you are having physical problems, remember that things do not always have to be the way they are right now health-wise. Pay attention to diet, exercise, and making time to rest, making time to eat healthfully. You may need to reach out to a trusted counselor or friend to help get you into the moving beyond where you are health-wise at the moment. That's true. You know what? Get one of your friends to be an accountability partner or find somebody online who'd be willing to be your accountability partner. You could tell them what your goals are and they tell you what their goals are. And once a week, you uh, spend 10 minutes going, all right, did you uh, go swimming, Elena, this week? Ah, ah. No, I'll do better next week. <laughs> or, no, I'm going to go tomorrow, I promise. Then you got to do what you say you got to do. 
if, if you want the universe to bend to your will so you can manifest anything you want in your life, you don't say you're definitely going to do it and then don't do it. You could say, I'm planning to do that. I'm hoping I can be able to do that. See, it's all in the language. Because if you feel like there's an inkling of a chance that you're not going to make it to the gym that week or not going to make it on that walk, mm, you don't say, I'm definitely going to do it and then don't do it because now the universe won't take you seriously. That's a secret right there. That's like the secret to the secret. Ooh, it's 11-11 right now when I said that. Portals are opening, guys. The gateway is open. What you want. Focus on what you want. But also pay attention to what is right now. How you can improve and make it better. Spirituality. Wishful thinking can take its toll uh, on the spiritual aspect of life. As when we're caught up in a poor me thinking or I wish things were different thinking, it tends to blind us to the beauty of what is in our lives right now. Stay constant and grounded in the present moment. If you cannot keep a gratitude journal and write down things you feel grateful for every day, at least make a list of 20 people or situations or things in your life that you are grateful for right now. Thinking along these lines can elevate your spiritual mindset immensely. Oh, and quickly. Very interesting. So I don't know. I I just realized for the first one, I'm a conscientious person, seven of pentacles. I'm going to look this up again because did I not read the words of the seven of pentacles? I did not read those words. Reevaluation, patience, persistence, and planning. All right. So that was the, the question for the, what the twin flame needs to do to be able to come together. What do we need to do for twins? Or if we are just waiting for a soulmate to happen, we have to reevaluate everything in our life and our priorities. We also have to have patience and we have to be persistent in our goals while we're waiting for a person. And we also have to plan. And you know what? I've been thinking about that too, as far as bringing my person to me, I need to have better uh, stamina when it comes to, um, exercise and physical stuff because I was just sick for a whole month and what if my guy says well you know we're going to spend the day walking at the beach well damn after like 10 minutes I'm going to be all I need to sit down man so I decided I I do need to to do a little bit more exercise I need to get a little bit more fit because what if he wants to spend the day at Disneyland what if he wants to you know whisk me away to Paris (laughs) as much as I would love to spend all weekend long making love in the hotel room. Do I even have the stamina for that? I don't know. Do you, (laughs) you know, so things like that, like, okay, plan to be physically fit for your loved one that's coming into your life. If they're not there yet. The other thing is I was thinking about planning. Um, what am I going to wear? Are my clothes good enough? Maybe I need a new wardrobe. Some of my clothes have gotten new holes (laughs) just this week. I'm like, what the heck? I can't, I can't, even though I could lie and say, well, these are my holy underwear. (laughs) These are my holy, this is my holy socks. This is my holy sweatshirt. You just look like a hobo, Elena. Okay. (laughs) I do have some nice clothes, but I, I noticed that it might be time for me to buy some new nice clothes and throw away the ones that are holy or put them aside on the days that I'm doing my art and painting. 
and make them my painting clothes. And I started planning in other ways, you know, am I going to live where I live now when my significant other comes my way? Well, I know I'm going to live here for six more months. My higher guidance said so. But also, I think I'm probably going to buy a house, maybe, if money comes through. And if not, I don't know where I'm going to live. But I've been planning things like that. So for you guys, also, plan. Um, what do you want your diet to be when this person shows up in your life? Is it different than now? I mean, if you're sitting at, if you're staying up till four in the morning eating Doritos, maybe you want to change that habit. Maybe you want to go to bed at 11 so that your hormones uh, balance and even out. So you can emotionally be healthy and stable for this other person. Um, maybe, uh, you know, so there's a lot of things that I was thinking about, like, honestly. So that was something I was just kind of concerned about. I wanted to make sure I get those words out to you. So those were the questions about twin flames and how do we alleviate our symptoms and what should we work on right now spiritually so basically focused on the now not on the future not focused on fanciful or wishful thinking and harmony being at peace now in the moment take a lot of deep breaths light a candle watch the flame be present in the moment is the flame uh, when you ask questions of your higher guidance does the flame get bigger or smaller does it go off to the side if it goes off to the left that would be something from the past if it goes off to the right there'll be something in the future you can use the flame of a candle in a draft free room as you would a pendulum ask your spirit guides you know questions ask for protection first you know you know, surround yourself with white light and ask Archangel Michael to protect you before you light the candle and then ask the spirit of the flame to uh, focus with your higher guidance ask your spiritual team you can use dowsing you know but focus on the now in the moment I know that <laughs> okay in my one of my favorite pairs of jeans there's actually a hole but it's easily fixable so instead of just going and get a new pair of jeans I'm going to so when you're sewing, you've got to focus on the moment because you'll prick yourself and you'll bleed <laughs> and it will hurt. So for example, sewing, hand sewing, darning socks, whatever. Um, <laughs> if it's something worth saving, save it. But that might help focus in the moment, you know. So anyway, I'm going to go. I'm going to get off here and I'm going to take a picture of these three cards and I'm going to go ahead and put it up on so you can see the beauty of the artwork of these cards. I'm going to go ahead and take this picture and put it on my both my Instagram and also my uh, Twitter feed so you guys get to see it. Anyway, I love you all with all my heart. Thank you so much for being my listener and for subscribing and liking my show. And thank you so much for just being a regular listener and, and for getting something out of my show. I'm grateful that I'm here to help. I am here to help humanity. It's what my, my sole purpose is. I work for God. And so whatever it is I can do to make your ascension easier, better, more livable and more fun with my crazy Hayoko wisdom, then that is what I am here for. So right now though, I am signing off with peace and harmony 
and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. Until next time, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.